Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, I'm not sure if anyone reading this or listening to this uh, reads the Daily Mail. It's a free country. January 2023, the Daily Mail's print circulation fell below 800,000 for the first time in January. That's according to the latest ABC data. And uh, they reported an average circulation of 797,704. That's a dip of about 12% year on year and 2% month on month. As far as I can tell, pretty well all the newsprint media is on the slide, with the exception of the Financial Times, which, may I say, is the best Saturday read of all the weekend papers. Anyway, I digress. It was a headline in the Mail Online, actually, that caught my attention Monday. Quote, the NHS loses 26,000 working hours to its staff attending woke events as waiting lists soar to a record 7.4 million. Now, quite how there is an equivalence argument or a deduction to be made from the juxtaposition of those two statistics is beyond me. But I'm not a male reader. Perhaps they have some special insight that I don't. There's more. The Mail reports, quote, an investigation by the Taxpayers Alliance has revealed health bosses have organised almost a thousand woke training events between January 2022 and March this year. <laughs> well, that's 15 months. Four weeks to a month and five working days to a week. I make that three a day across a sector with 72 acute providers, 10 ambulance services, 14 community providers, 49 integrated providers, 20 mental health providers, 30 combined mental health and learning disability and community providers and 15, mustn't forget them, specialist providers such as eye care and cancer treatment and employs 1.3 million people, including 133,000 doctors and over 328,000 nurses and health visitors. Why is the size and scale of the workforce important? Because of a statutory duty on the NHS. In fact, more than one duty. These duties come from the Equality Act 2010, the National Health Service Act of 20. Uh, 06 and, and as amended by the Health and Social Care Act um, uh, 2012. In addition, NHS providers have a statutory duty to regard, take due regard, to the aims of the public sector equality duty part of the 2010 Act. The public sector equality duty, PSED, in exercising their functions and when setting policies, publishing, publishing guidance or policies or making decisions without demonstrating how you've paid due regard to PSED leaves the organisation open to legal challenge. Exercising functions in plain English, NHS functions are all about people. As a public service with a workforce of over a million people, in the course of a year, they'll transport more than four million patients to A&E by ambulance, manage uh, 24.5 million A&E attendances, manage more than 122 million outpatient appointments, provide 95 million contacts in community service, 
receive about 4.4 million referrals for specialist mental health and learning disability service and deliver over 578,000 babies. That's 228 million people of all languages, religions, beliefs, sexual orientation and dare I say age. And you can see there is a huge compliance training task to undertake to fulfil the obligations to eliminate unlawful discrimination, harassment and victimisation and other conduct prohibited by the Act, advance equality of opportunity between people who share a protected characteristic and those who do not, and foster good relations between people who share a protected characteristic and those who do not. Protected characteristics? Well, there's a list. Age, disability, gender, gender reassignment, pregnancy and maternity, race, religion, sexual orientation and marriage and civil partnership. This is a hugely complex area of law and training, full of nuance and very easy to catch out the unprepared. The NHS has a duty of care to train staff properly and it's a big job. Well, the mail calls for the end of what it calls wokery. Well, I agree. Normalisation is what we want and it seems to me it is normal to have regard for our differences. Equity of access and equality of opportunity sounds normal to me. The male calls it woke. I think I'd call it respect. Wanting to make things better for people, make them comfortable, feel valued, safe and remember if we were born where they were born we'd be just like them. The alternative is to lower the bar on respect. And I don't think any of us want to do that. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll speak again real soon. Bye.